We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Emmanuel, there was no doubt a playoff atmosphere in here tonight. You guys held the Celtics <laughs> to 9 for 42 from 3. Can you take me inside what it took defensively to take these guys out? Yeah, Boston's a great team. We knew it was going to take a great effort uh, to beat those guys. You know, they're top of the East where we want to be. So uh, it's going to take that every night, you know, to be a, a great team like that. So uh, that's what we did. Six straight wins for the Knicks now. How much does that come down to chemistry in your mind? It, and can you describe what it's like inside the locker room right now? Yeah, God is great. Uh, we've been getting wins. You know, everybody's working hard, coming in, getting work in. So, uh, and our chemistry together is, is on another level. So we just want to continue to keep doing that. Uh, everybody's playing together, and, and, that, and that's what we're going to keep doing. Quick, the team moves into fifth in the East. No doubt a lot of that has to do with the exceptional play from you lately. And tonight on the broadcast, we were talking about how there were two six-man candidates on the floor between you and Brogdon. How does it feel to be in that conversation at such a young age and early stage of your career? I try not to think about it too much because all I really care about is winning, but uh, sometimes you can't help to, you know, think about it. But I just want to keep working, continue to keep getting better with these guys. We got something special going on, so I want to continue to keep that going. Quick, thanks. Appreciate y'all. DJ MKC, thank you for uh, the contribution. Uh, 6-0 since our heart transplant. That's a great line. Good job by you, man. Uh, I love this team, but the prevent offense with more than four minutes to go is brutal. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, Brunson getting the ball across half court right as it's 16 on the clock. Uh, it's tough because this team, it's not that they can't still run successful offense this way. You know, it, look, it, to a certain extent, it's how they're built, right? They're built to get the switch, get the matchup they want and let their guys, Brunson and Randall, attack what they consider a mismatch. And one of three things is going to happen. Four things is going to happen. They're going to make a tough shot because that's what they've done all year long. They're going to get fouled. They're going to miss a shot and the other team is going to get a rebound. Or they're going to miss a shot and and Mitchell Robinson is going to get a rebound and put it back. When you put it like that, like I'm, I'm having Fred Katz on the pod tomorrow night and I'm, I was thinking about how I want to start the conversation with him. And I was thinking about asking like, well, can we talk about how the Knicks are like, they grade out as an elite team as far as net rating and offense. And yet they're still freaking 23rd or 24th in effective field goal percentage. I think the way I just explained it is kind of that, that explains it. It's because this is how they've built their team. 
They get fouled a lot. They get a lot of offensive rebounds. And so the prevent offense. Now, here's the thing, though, is it's like in those sorts of situations, a good defensive team will bear down. They won't foul. They will box out. And so really, it takes it from one of four possibilities to like oftentimes one of two possibilities, which is just make or miss. And given that it's tough shots and like teams are prepared for the switch and the whole thing, your odds start to go down and down and down and down. And down. So it's like, yes, that's why the prevent offense isn't great and why they should do some some other stuff in those situations. But like that's their that's their go to, you know, it's what they feel, feel comfortable with. And they and it is on them and it is on the coach to get them out of that comfort zone in those situations. So, yeah, thanks, DJ. Sam Garcia. What's going on, Sam? You could have put F asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Uh, F Boston. I'll just say that. Love it. MDM with another one. I love IQ. Sorry. I meant I heart IQ. I heart IQ. That's a, that's a, there's a t-shirt in there somewhere. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's great. They're, they're both heart and quickly. I'm so happy those guys get to play together. I hope they never... I hope they play together for the next 10 years. Um, Dan Hidalgo, IQ is so so good. Very happy we didn't move him. I look. I, I wonder. Like any, I'm not talking out of turn here. Fred Katz reported on this. Um, <clears throat> Fred Katz came on my pod and talked about this. Like the Knicks were talking to a lot of teams. They were not only taking calls; they were making calls. But like, I don't know that we could say that they were ever really close to moving him. Like, I think their price was always really super high. And when you look at how this team is operated under this regime, I don't think it's crazy to say that like their price was super high. I don't think that's, that would be out of the, that, that would be the norm. So like, maybe they were just like, Hey, maybe someone really blows us away with like a really good first, you know? Um, and then it obviously got to the point where that conversation was over. Because uh, he is instrumental to their team. Yeah. Anthony Sixto. Ooh. Oh, boy. Josh Hart. Them some fighting words. Sorry. This is per Steph Bondi. Josh Hart. We don't want to make the playoffs. We want to make a run in the playoffs. Why don't you throw some more chum in the water? I don't think the Sharks are circling vociferously enough. Josh, my lord, you know who you're talking to here. <laughs> I'm, you know who I am? I'm poor freaking um, Richard Dreyfus in the cage. That's who I am. Give me my little harpoon gun. Oh, God. <clears throat> Anthony Six, though. Uh, sorry, I should read uh, Andrew's chat. We are overreacting tonight, Jonathan. That's what he typed. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Sixto. I love the absolute swagger quickly played with tonight. You could see he was loving the competition out there. Uh, hashtag bye bye Tatum. I think that that to me was always forget the freaking numbers, forget the advanced stats. I mean, don't forget them, but like, yes, consider the advanced stats and consider the fact that like this guy just doesn't take plays off and he does so many things that help the team win. More than all of that. You know, I, who could be more built to play under the brightest lights in professional sports than Emmanuel Quickly? 
like I, I know his clutch numbers, you, you know, maybe have not been great. They weren't great last year. I haven't checked on them this year. I don't think I, I quite frankly, I don't think he's gotten a ton of clutch opportunities this year, but like being able to play in New York, that's a 48 minute thing. And you need that swagger for 48 minutes. And he's got him in. You want to talk about a guy who was not afraid to come in and, and be the best player on the New York Knicks tonight because that's what they needed him to be. Manuel quickly. All the love in the world for that dude. Absolutely. Can't say enough good things about him. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Hannibal Miles. Uh, though I can't help but notice the fourth quarter play improvement when RJ was taken out of the game. Yeah, I mean, look, it's the elephant in the room right now. It is what it is. We could all acknowledge it. Um, his play continues to be up and down. I got very hopeful after the first two games out of the All-Star break. This was a step back. Um, yeah, it was rough. He didn't. It was not great tonight. It's okay. Keith, what's going on, Keith? Welcome back, Mac. God, I'm in love with this team. Um, don't care if Brown was out for Boston. We earned this. They absolutely earned it. Like you can't, you don't. I don't care what Boston shoots from three. I don't care who's out for Boston. You do not luck into a win against the Boston Celtics. They are the one team in the league, I think, outside of maybe Denver because Jokic is so freaking good, and you know, Milwaukee too deserves to be put in that. You do not fall into a win against the Boston Celtics. You earn a win against the Boston Celtics. And my God, did they earn that win against the Boston Celtics tonight? Mitch is truly showing his presence immediately after returning. Yes, he has no, no easing back in for Mitchell Robinson. Uh, and last from Keith, we are here. Huge win as always. Shouts to KFS. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate your generosity as always. Um, appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're here. We back, man. Frank Miranda. What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank for Patreon. Great team win tonight. We should get you. Uh, why you gonna bring the negativity, Frank? We should get used to RJ on the bench in late game situations. They should persevere. They should preserve, excuse me, whatever trade value he has left and not expose him further. I, I talked about this, I think, before the break. Um, that That's not a conversation anymore. Like that. <laughs> my God, I was going to make a reference that would be lost on almost everybody watching. Um, uh, screw it. I'll do it. Uh, there was an episode of Sex in the City way back in the day where Miranda was looking to get married to Steve and she was shopping for wedding dresses. And they kept trying to put her in a white wedding dress. And she looked at the sales associate and she's like, I have a baby. The jig is up, which is to say, you know, it's the reason why they used to put women in white wedding dresses. I, it's neither here nor there. The point is, I don't know why Sex in the City references continue to come into my brain 20 years after the show has gone off the air. Uh, that's probably too much information about me. Anyway, the jig is up with RJ Barrett. Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody around the league knows what's going on. There is no preserving any value. He is what he is. He is what he is to this team. Hopefully he plays better. Um, that said, like, they need him. So they're going to keep trotting him out there. And if he plays well, 
he's going to close games. And if he doesn't play well, he's not going to close games. And that's exactly how it should be because third pick or no third pick, $100 million contract or no $100 million contract, there are two sacred cows on this team, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, and they have earned that designation because one was an all-star and one should have been an all-star. There are no other sacred cows. Not Emmanuel Quickly, not Josh Hart, not, not Quentin Grimes, and not R.J. Barrett. Whichever two of those four are the best players in that game, those are the two who should close the game. And I don't want to hear about trade value. I don't want to hear about this or that. That's how it has to be from here on in. As it should be. Ham DM. Welcome to the party. Obi, finally. Listen, Obi's, Obi's going to be fine. That's another guy. It's like, I don't worry about Obi. We know what Obi could do. The, the, the different situation with Obi. Obi just needs time and ideally a, a proper situation for him. Uh, but he did well with the minutes and the opportunity that he was given tonight. Uh, impactful minutes. Kevin Danishevsky, these are the best Knicks of my lifetime. Whoa! Oh, man, you always throw grenades into these. 2012-13 team's net rating was tied in a weaker league. Mitch, uh, yeah, what did they finish? Plus 2.3, right? Uh, it's very sad that I know that off the top of my head. Uh, Mitch was awesome. Emmanuel quickly playing at an all-star level over the last month. Wow, that's aggressive. This team. Um, mm. Man, I would I would pay to see that matchup. That team versus this team. 12-13 versus 22-23. I mean, that team had Mello, but this team has Brunson and Randall. You know, uh, they had Tyson, we have Mitch. They had JR, we have Quickly. I like how I'm referring to the current team as we and that team as they. You could, I mean, that, that, that's another one. Uh, the jig is up. Uh, I, I have never really formed the emotional connection with that team, even though I did say on a pod recently that it was probably my favorite season. I don't have the emotional connection to that team that like Andrew does, for example. Uh, you know, so like you go down the line, you know, the difference is they had that veteran leadership and veterans who could still play at a certain level. This team is younger, which I think maybe that's the compromise is like maybe even if that team was a little bit better. And it's tough to compare to because different league league has changed so much. Um, this team has more potential. You know, and this is the team that, and I, I think a lot of people uh, feel this way, which is that like there was a very it it very much felt like there was a a time limit on the twelve thirteen team. It feels like we're just getting started here, which is the coolest part of this. Truly, thanks, Kevin. Hush Zoo, loving the streak, but RJ is killing me, man. Yeah, I mean it's the downer. There's always gonna be a downer, right? So it's going to be a downer. He'll play better next game. I'm going to talk it into existence. Uh, Ryan Menzies, Buck Faustin. I love the creativity there. We got to keep it PC for our uh, younger, younger viewers, younger listeners. Appreciate that. Thanks, Ryan. I, I co-sign. Uh, Jason M., uh, sweating buckets in a uh, semi-blowout is not fun, LOL. Yeah. It's it's it was it was a bit dicey there at the end, but that's like listen. Part of this team's personality is how they close out games, or rather, how they do not close out games. Let's just give them this: they've gotten better at it, right? They've gotten better. Like when's the last time we sat on here? Uh, we sat here and we talked about a blown lead. 
You know, like it's been a while. So, um, so good job by them uh, winning the game. You know, when they ended up winning it handily. Busy New York Knicks, big defensive energy, or is it big D energy? It says big D energy. I understand D could, could, could mean a couple different things there. I'm going to choose to read it as big defensive energy. And if everybody else wants to read it differently, they are free to do so. And I will not begrudge them. <laughs> Carolina Knicks fan, uh, 6-0 and with Josh Hart. That is all. Yeah, man. Uh, perfect trade. Perfect player for this team. Glove, uh, hand in glove fit. And, and more than that, <clears throat> and like, I feel bad because Deuce McBride had a nice year. Nice, nice step forward for Deuce. Like he showed he's an NBA player, NBA rotation player for a could be an NBA rotation player for a decent team if he gets the offense, continues to work out the offense. They needed what Josh Hart brings them. Because just think about it, like Deuce would come in the game and you're you knew you'd get probably very good defense, but at the same time, his defensive imprint on a game versus Hart's defensive imprint on a game, it's just it's very different. And then you factor in the rebounding and then you factor in the transition stuff. And then you factor in, obviously, the offense. And it's just like, they needed it. They weren't as good before they got Josh Hart and they're a better team now. And they're, I think, a, maybe a considerably better team. Thanks, Carolina Knicks fan. Matt, Aussie Knicks fan. Let's go. Fifth seed. We officially back. F Boston. A lot of, I, I, it's that's another thing. It's like, I don't have the natural Boston hatred. My hatred will always be for Indiana and Boston. Those are the two teams that I will always despise the most. And I am learning very quickly to despise Atlanta. Um, F Trey Young. And, uh, and I don't care. I don't care for Brooklyn either, even though I live here. Uh, so Yeah. Stevens Guillaume, six in a row. Give me that fifth seed. The vibes are transcendent. Good word. Uh, man, I hope they could keep the fifth seed. Freaking Philly, man. You couldn't couldn't beat Miami tonight? Final score of that game was 101-99. I have no idea how um, they actually won. It seems like they won on a Jimmy Butler reverse layup. What else is new? Um, but yeah, again, I'm, I'm not, not as worried about the nets as I am the, the heat and with a little, little bit, the Hawks, but I think they can hold it. (laughs) Andrew, Andrew types in our chat here. Counterpoint. The Knicks gained a game on the Sixers for the three seed. Six back in the loss, Andrew. With 19 games to go. <laughs> Calm your jets. This, unless the Sixers are the... Uh, what was that Mets year? Where they lost like a seven game lead? Why? Uh, Why are we bringing up the Mets? Why? That was a straight shot. I sat here quietly while Kevin waxed poetic about a team that hasn't even won a playoff series. That they're better than the actual best team this century. The 2013 New York Knicks. Um, and I, I let that go. And yet here we are. I knew are. that was painful for you. Yeah, I just whatever. But thank you, Kevin, for the delusional super chat. I always appreciate when you come in with those. It's a straight shot at Mello. I've accepted it. It's just going to happen. Why did the Mets get brought up here? 
What, what, what did I do other than enjoy the, the victory that my New York... You know why? I'm even being nice. Like, I'm sharing you know why? with my Yankee brethren the, the hatred of Boston tonight. You know and why? And yet, I get this straight shot. Do you know why? Why? Because I hate fun. <laughs> that's why you didn't like the 2013 team. Uh, that's also why you're tempering expectations tonight. Okay. That's that's why this is going on. Because John hates fun. Because John hates fun. Hashtag John hates fun. That's there you go. One. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Sam L. Taste the continuous soup. It's thickening up, baby. Uh, you just reminded me that was a, that was a random thing that Wendy brought up on his pod today. Uh, bringing up that they still have Evan Fortier's contract. Part of the Evan Fortier's contract right now may be the most key ingredient in the continuous soup, uh, along with the contract of one other player who has uh, apparently caused some consternation amongst some fans tonight. We, we, we don't have to talk about him though. Talk about RJ, right? Yes. Can I be completely honest and? Uh, DJ Zulo and Benji pointed this out in our a little chat. Um, his offensive game was awful tonight. I actually thought defensively, he, defensively, he was outstanding tonight. Def- that second quarter def- was great. You're right. You know, he you're, matched. You're right. uh, which I think that's the adjustment we're all going to have to make. Him <clears throat> being part of a big three probably isn't right for the role that he now has on this team. He's a role player that is supporting this big two. And if he can match the output that a Quentin Grimes get, and sometimes even exceed that offensively and give us like the Pelicans game, the beer leading scorer, like that's fine. But there will be nights like this where I just need you to defend Jason Tatum and like have some type of gravity on the offensive end. You know, I, and again, his gravity in the second quarter was outstanding. I think the frustrating part comes and it is definitely in a lot of our heads at this point, certainly in my head, it's been in my head for a while, is the way... And, and Benji has talked about this better than anyone. He he speaks about this very eloquently. The way he is poor offensively is mm-hmm. what is... It is, it is, it is, it is I don't need to describe it. We all watch the games, but we all know it's like when RJ's in that bad offensive stretch, it, 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 is, it weighs everything down so much. That is the reason why I will give people a pass for being critical. You know, I get it. And maybe I've just made the adjustment already that like, he's the, (laughs) he's the number three guy, like he, or not even he's like, there there are going to be a lot of times he's not going to close. You know, if this was last year where the only hope is that he becomes like, he takes a leap and that's the thing to look forward to, then fine. We got in the words of Josh Hart, a playoff run to look forward to. And whatever role I, he plays on that playoff run, I'll be okay with. You know, we, go ahead. No, I was going to say his, his impact, it's very different than this player, but in terms of his, his offensive fluctuations, it's kind of like a little bit like Dylan Brooks. Like Dylan Brooks could have, a, is that crazy? No, no, no. I, I, I'm not completely disagreeing with that. Yeah, like Dylan Brooks could have. I mean, he'll he'll have games where it's like, oh my god, this is the most important offensive player on the floor, uh, and then he'll have other games where it's like, oh my god, Dylan Brooks, please stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ does it goes about it a little bit different different way, um, but yeah, that was a comp that came to mind. Can I give you an even crazier comp for uh, Josh Hart? That I know the the Busher thing Hart. is yeah for Josh Hart. Um, okay, twenty fifteen, the Mets traded for Yo and Assessbus. How'd that season go? Oh, wow. Since you wanted to bring up the Mets. I'm trying to think who that would have been like if they traded for who at the deadline. 
Because like Cespedes, I know they re-signed Cespedes and he was still like relatively young, but Cespedes, it, it felt like a mercenary they were bringing in, you know? It would have been like if they traded for Kevin Durant. That's I, that's what that would have been. Yeah, but real they, Kevin Durant wasn't getting traded here. It no, but that's what, to, to your point about like an older player who was injury you, prone. I'll give you the guy. Who? Well, so he's not injury prone, but in terms of like realistic trade scenarios that would have could have taken place this year, mm-hmm. it would have been like if they traded for DeMar DeRozan. No, oh, you know what? Yeah, that would be. Okay. I, I mean, and again, you want to talk about a guy that could take this offense from being like a top seven, eight offense to like a top. I mean, God, you put DeMar DeRozan on this team. I like Josh Hart personally. I like, uh, yeah. I, to <laughs> be very okay clear, everything went. I'm very clear with the transaction yeah. they did. And I do not want them to trade for DeMar DeRozan, but like that's the, that's the cesspit is come. Mm-hmm. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. 
What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and use code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Uh, Dan Adaga with another one. The Knicks aren't afraid of anyone in the East. Don't blame them. I don't think they're afraid. And they shouldn't be afraid. Like, despite my giant wet blanket uh, tonight, like the Knicks should go into every game with the expectation that they are going to win the game. That is how good they have played. And they should go into a playoff series thinking they're going to win the playoff series. Why the hell shouldn't they? They're good. I just, I, you're asking me what I'm going to sit here and pick when the time comes. That's a different question. <laughs> Rodrigo Gallegos Jalen Brown will secure such a bag RJ infuriates with his mistakes IQ hard Robinson are beautiful and I love them um, oh yeah Jalen Brown's going to get um, paid a lot of money and uh, interesting news today I don't want to spend a lot of time on it but uh, Shams had an update on the CBA negotiations apparently and and look People have been hinting that this is in the works for a while now. It was even hinted at before the trade deadline. Um, it seems like they're going to do away with the max extension uh, percentage increase being 120% of your current last year of your current contract and up that to something like 140 to 150%. If that's the case, then we might not be getting a Jalen Brown free agency or an OG Ananobi free agency or you know maybe throw in a couple other guys who are currently slated to headline what would be a very good um, 2024 class. So free agency might indeed be dead um, or as, as dead as we've been saying. Andrew, you look confused. I'm 
Uh, it's off topic. What, oh, okay. are you, what are you talking about? The Knicks net rating in 2013 was 2.3. Was it not 2.3? Was I off? 4.5. In 2012-13? I'm staring right at it. I've even made sure to be like, did I did I sort something different? No, the 54 and 28 Knicks in 2012-13 had the 7th best net rating. 7th best net rating. Tied, okay. Technically 6 because they're tied with Memphis for the for the sixth best net rating. So by like percentage points, third in offense and then much lower in defense, 19th. I think I was thinking probably of the previous year, which I know they were lower. Um, yeah, 4.5 is high. Yeah, 3.2 in 2011, 2012, the 36 okay. and 30 season. So okay. there's your numbers, Kevin. There you go. Oh, you know what 2.3 was? Was it the Knicks net rating going into tonight? No, it was two point three. Was in the we here season. Check that. That I know. Uh, I, know that wrong I haven't updated on the, on the advanced stats. By the way, the Knicks net rating in the we here season was two point four. You were close, but okay. that's that's where it is. I 2. knew there was 4. a significant season where they had a two point three net rating. I'm, but bad job by me thinking it was twelve thirteen. Yeah, that twelve thirteen team was good. Ninth in net rating, and then an advanced stats update before I head back down. Um, the New York Knicks are currently sixth, or now sixth, I should say, in offensive rating. Um, they are probably going to move up man, to twelfth, up to twelfth. I, I said it on our our bingo card that they're going to finish top ten uh, in offense and defense. Mensa hasn't finishing top eight. The way things are going, you know, maybe that's in play. Um, but they're currently twelfth at one thirteen point two. And then net rating, the New York Knicks have the seventh best net rating in the NBA ahead of the Sacramento Kings and behind the Milwaukee Bucks who have not lost since January. And this is such a funky year. There's a real possibility that the Knicks are going to finish this year as one of like four teams that are going to be mm-hmm. top 10 in both. Um, man, I bet on it. I bet on them finishing top four in both. Dang. Mm. Yeah. Or top all 10, right. excuse me. No, top four. I'm glad you finally <laughs> overreacted. Tonight. There you go. You're waiting all night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Rodrigo. Appreciate it. Um, Sean Baptiste, Sean Baptiste Peron. Not true every game, but so happy I stayed up until 3 a.m. Happy for you, man. You got to see a good one. Refs didn't want me to sleep. Let's go, Knicks. Cheers. Cheers to you, man. Thank you. Thank you for chiming in from um, very far distance away. Um, appreciate you, man. Jordo, NBA, y'all sleep and Nick's a contender now. Okay. This is the energy I'm here for. I like it. Um, Jew and on, we're 63 games into the season and the Knicks are nine games over 500 and on a six game winning streak. If you're complaining after tonight, please get the F out of here and burn anything orange and blue you own. I love the energy that Jew and on brings to these now. This is a running theme for him and I love that theme. Um, because it is appropriate. Steam, I mean, we always talked about the We Here season being so special, so special because they so outkicked their coverage. They so vastly out or exceeded expectations. The books had them as a, at winning 21 and a half games. That was the one that I consistently saw. Maybe a couple have had them more like 22 and a half, but I remember seeing 21 and a half and they won 41 games. Massive outperformance. We are nearing a similar level of out, not that level, but only because when you pick to finish last, you can outperform it by that much more. 
one can argue that it's easier to outperform like outperform a predicted last place finish by 20 games than it is to outperform a predicted middle of the road finish, which is the books had them at 39 and a half game wins. One could argue that it's harder to outperform that by even close to 10 games, because that means you're making a leap from the absolute definition of NBA mediocrity, just under 40 wins. And this team is on a, so they have won their winning percentage, 571. That's a over a full 82 games. That's a 47 win pace. So that would be out performing by seven and a half. If they and their pace has obviously been better since they started 10 and 13. Um, so really, they've been a dozen games over 500 since the 23 game mark. So if they could get up to man, I can't believe I'm saying this. They could get up to 48. Maybe you know. 48 wins, man. I assume. Getting ahead of myself here. That would be wild. That would be wild. Busy. Uh, I can't figure out why the Celtics were doubling everyone in that second quarter. <clears throat> they seem to be compromising their defense. And we were making them pay. Any ideas? Weird defense. Um, I think the Celtics trust their rotations. I think they trust their ability to help and recover. And I think that they were banking on the Knicks making mistakes. And you look at who they were double. I mean, Celtics are just it's a lot of arms, it's a lot of length. And it's not only the double, it's the other guys being prepared to get in the passing lanes off of the double, off of the pass out of the double. You know, that's the luxury you have when you have a team that last season had, what was it? Five or six players get all defense votes. So you could turn that, you could flip that around its head and say, okay, well, if you got all these guys who are so good at defense, um, why aren't you just playing straight one-on-one? And I think that's fair, but I think the Knicks were, were kind of punishing them one-on-one. And that's what the Knicks, that's the, like, that's the thing we always go back and forth about busy. It's like, that's why the Knicks having Julius Randle, do his thing and having Jalen Brunson do his thing. It is important. It is important because it establishes a baseline for which these teams have to reckon with and have to say like, Jesus, man. Okay. Most cases you're like, sure. You want to go one-on-one with us with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randall have at it. But when you factor in the other things that I was talking about before, which is the fouls, the foul shooting that comes from that. And Jalen Brunson got to the line. I think he got to the line at least 10 times tonight. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jalen Brunson got to the line a dozen times tonight. Julius Randle got to the line nine times tonight. Manuel quickly got to the line six times tonight. And then you factor in, you know, Mitchell Robinson on the offensive glass. And all of a sudden it's like, man, it's more than just dealing with the ISO. So it's that trickle down effect I think that forced Boston to reconsider and be like, Hey, let's try something else. Let's try to force some turnovers. Let's try to get into, because that's the other part about when you force turnovers on the Knicks, it's it's just, it's free baskets or it has been free baskets for the entirety of the year. You know, we saw them 
defend some transition opportunities nicely tonight. Again, we mentioned the big Grimes uh, defensive play, but Hart will help there as well. Has helped already. Um, they force teams into making difficult choices. You know, for a team that doesn't have a superstar, they they could they could they could hurt you in a lot of ways, man. Mm. It's a good team. Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? I love this team. They are really, really, really good. No flukes. They play hard, mostly smart, and have an unwavering belief in each other. Yeah, I, I think you phrased it well. I I I feel more comfortable with really, really, really good as opposed to great. And then I think about well, what's holding them back from being a great team? It's funny, I don't worry about defense. Um <clears throat> I'd like to have that jumbo wing defender. You know, your 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 Tatum or your Kawhi or your Paul George or your you know, your OG Ananobi or your um trying to think of some other I mean those are great offensive players. There are jumbo wing defenders who are who are not, you know, who aren't great offensive players that I'm not probably thinking of right now. Um, but like, you'd love to have one of those guys on the defensive end, but like, I'm not worried about their defense. I, I still, for as much as I just blew smoke up their butts about how they can beat you in a lot of ways, despite not being a great shooting team. Um, I do still think that when opposing teams have time to game plan for their offense in the playoffs, it's going to be a little bit of a tougher go um, to, to score, uh, but they can do it. Randall's that good. Brunson's that good. Mitch is that impactful. And like, here's the crazy thing. I still don't think this team has hit its stride as far as shooting. Like I'll look it up right now, but like they're, I'm pretty sure they're still in the bottom 10 in the league in terms of um, three point shooting percentage. Uh, so like, I think that could get better. I really do think that that could get better. Um, I, Benji's been saying it all year, like Grimes, we're waiting for that Grimes three point run. Yeah. Three point shooting percentage. The Knicks this year are 22nd. They're shooting 34.8% from deep. Like, I, I think they could be better than that. You know, I really do. Barry Craver, what's going on, Barry? Let me help you out uh, with your asterisks uh, or stars of the game. I was like, uh, Quick, Hart, and Mitch are all-star and are should have been all-star. Don't make the cut. And both were good. That's our team. Yeah, you phrased it very well. I, I got to tell you, I'm leaning Grimes over Hart. Leaning Grimes over Hart. And that's maybe a little bit of grading on a curve because like, again, I kind of feel bad that Grimes has gotten marginalized and the heart, like, it, you know, he's just taking the city by storm and that's probably not fair of me. Um, I'm leaning Grimes over heart. We'll see. Thanks, Barry. Okay. Um, Will Oliver, heart's tech reaction was everything. He is one of us. I like, Again, maybe I'm maybe I'm a little too uh, naive. I, I don't worry for one second. He's going anywhere. They're going to pay him, and I think he loves being in New York. He is one of us. Rob Delusma, JM, and our man Andrew. 
please talk about these how these Knicks had an answer for every Celtics push. I love this team and KFS. Hashtag can't stand green. Thank you. We love you too. Um, third quarter. Third quarter, third quarter, third quarter, and just enough plays in the fourth quarter. Um, <clears throat> absolutely. And it's funny because like this team over the first 30, 40 games was defined by more than anything, their inability to take a punch. If you punch them, they would not respond well. They would respond poorly. And while we still see remnants of the sins of the earlier part of the year, again, last four or five minutes of this game, we're not pretty. Uh, <clears throat> they have, they really do withstand a lot. And uh, you'll, you'll never, you never, you can't knock them out again. It, it, it's amazing. And, and, and Benji nailed it on the, the post game after the, uh, after the Pelicans game. They just don't get they don't get blown out. You know, I think they were a little unnerved when Mitch went down where they had that couple of game stretch. Uh, but they they're just in everything. They stay in it. They find a way. Dom the dentist. I just want you to know, John, after every next game, my wife asks me, are you going to watch the teacher now? <laughs> Welcome back. We missed you. Thank you. Um, I miss doing this. Uh, again, great job. Great job. Mensa, Sean, and, and Benji. Uh, it, I, I don't mean to, this to pat myself on the back, but it, 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 take my word for it. It's not easy to do these things. You have, it, it takes a while to get used to doing these things for five freaking years. My God. Um, and they did a wonderful job and I was enjoyed listening to their reactions and it was kind of, it was actually something was as much as I missed reacting to those games in particular, the Washington game, because the Washington game was so thrilling and the, but the Pelicans game too, because of the 1973 team being there. Um, there was something kind of cool about like sitting back and basically being one of you guys for a couple nights and just listening to other people react and. Uh, but yeah, it's great to be back. I'm happy. I'm thank you for uh wanting me back. And um, yeah, the teacher is still doing his thing. Can I tell you, Jessica? What's going on, Jess? Josh Hart, he's an absolute menace on defense. I love everything he does. Such an amazing addition. Hashtag steals the ball and my heart. <laughs> IQ is amazing. Brunson, too. Randall had a good game. Mitch being back is huge. Let's go Knicks. I love Jessica with the ever uh, everlasting positivity. I love that about you. Um, you bring up Hart's defense in particular. When Mitch is out there and when you have two out of the three of Hart, Quickly, and Grimes, which you basically have for, well, you don't have it for the first six minutes of the game and you don't have it. He takes out RJ for the last two minutes um, of the first half, two, three minutes, of the first half, first five, six minutes, of the uh, second half. So six, seven, eight, nine, like there is going to be at least a dozen minutes a game, 12, 13, 14 minutes a game where you will not have that. 
But for like between 25 and 30 minutes every game, you are getting two of those three. Grimes, Quickly, Hart, and Mitch. And the reason why that is important is because when you have three of those guys out there, Mitch and two of those wings, defensively, it is just, you're not going to get the breakdowns that we were used to seeing in the early part of the year and that we saw at times when this team was just trying to outscore opponents when their defense stunk when Mitch was out, but they were doing enough to win games. Like you get less and less of those breakdowns when all of those guys are out there because, and I think um, Benji had uh, a tweet earlier uh, showing some video of quickly and Randall. And I, I don't want to disparage Randall or RJ or even or Brunson or, or even OB, like any of those guys, Hardenstein, like those guys have really good defensive moments. Randall in particular has had some great defensive moments over the last month, but there, there's a little bit more volatility there defensively. Whereas with those other guys, uh, anyway, the tweet that Benji sent out was showing quickly um, calling out a switch before the switch even needed to occur. And I think it was a, a appeal switch. I'm not great on the, the terminology, but like, you know, he was there on the guy in the corner in more than enough time. Like they just, they anticipate, they react. They're in your face. They close out hard. They don't foul that much. You know, it's just makes life really hard. You got that sort of wing defense to deal with. And then Mitch waiting down below. Not easy to score against this team. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.